We don't want to wait. Um, <laughs> we don't want to wait. Season eight. Season eight. We're taking a nice uh, bite out of the first part of the season. Just kind of pushing through all that opening number stuff because uh, <sighs> next week. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, <laughs> Really? Oh. Is it even better than this? Whew. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, wow. I, okay. You know all those reservations that I had about season eight? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we got ourselves a Superman show now. It's it's pretty great. <laughs> it, we are a comic book show. Yeah. And it's so wonderful to see Clark helping people, uh-huh. helping the public. Totally. That's what we want to see. That's a Superman show. <laughs> I mean, he was helping people in Smallville, but... He was helping his friends. Yeah, you know. And he was basically saving Chloe and Lana every week. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, yeah, but, you know, like that scene with that little kid being bullied, you know, and he's just like... Closes his eyes and raises his fists, and suddenly Superman takes down the bullies. I know. It's a Superman show. Totally. Uh, so, uh, this week we're discussing Odyssey, Plastique, Toxic, Instinct, Committed, and Prey. I can't believe we're going to talk about this that that many episodes uh, this week. but uh, Yeah, we just got to hit the high points. Whew. Well, let me give you a little bit of news uh, to open up. Uh, this is the year that, okay. that uh, Merlin premiered, and the uh, the showrunners okay. actually said that they were inspired by Smallville. So we got your really? yeah, young Merlin and Arthur be- before they were Merlin and Arthur, you know. Oh, so, I can see that. And okay. I never saw the show, but, uh, you know, our good uh, friend, friend of the pod, watch it. Bradley James is in it, and... Uh, <laughs> Hello. <coughs> yeah, I tried to watch it, and I don't know if it if I watched from the beginning or if I tried to pick up. I mean, it's amazing that I tried to pick up Smallville like right now. Yeah, could, I really couldn't get into it. I was like, "Who are these people? I don't know." But when you watch, and then I was afraid. Oh my god, who is this Tess Mercer chick? And then oh my gosh, Justin Hartley and Sam Witwer are in the credits, and then I was like. Michael Rosenbaum, who? <laughs> uh, the other bit, bit of news I have uh, for you is many online sources uh, were confirming uh, that uh, Laura Vandervoort would not be returning as a season regular, a series regular in season eight. Um, yeah, she wasn't in the press release. So they said, um, uh, Laura said, they announced the cast and I'm not a part of it. We were all surprised when they chose not to bring me back as a regular, but I'm sure I'll be back for one or two episodes. The show is about Clark Kent, and I was honored to be a part of it. I mean, my character became more than it was supposed to be. She ended up sticking around the entire season. So, she... Yeah, I wonder if she just chose not to come back, if it was a money thing, they couldn't make the money work, or if they just decided to add... And then the thing with just adding Justin Hartley was it because he couldn't find anything that stuck, and they said, "Well, we got this Justin Hartley kid hanging on. We're paying him. We might as well uh, put him on the cat." Are they are they going more for the female gaze now because of the you know you have uh, Oliver and uh, Luke and uh, Davis Bloom? Mm-hmm. So yeah, are they going more for the female? Yeah, because like you. 
Okay. Just answer my question. I'm sorry. I'll hush. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, I'm sure, you know, Cassidy Freeman and like, you know, Erica Durant and Allison Mack are nothing to look at. Definitely. Just going for the male gaze. (laughs) Well, but you know, like you said, it was very unusual to have a female antagonist. Mm -hmm. This is a very progressive a decision that they made. Yeah. And uh it's it's pretty cool because okay, so so they got Justin on the show, like you said. Um this is after his third uh failed CW pilot. Um mm-hmm. his last one was called Austin Golden Hour. And his leading lady What? Yeah. I don't know what the hell it was about, <laughs> but that's what it was called. <laughs> And his leading lady uh, in the show was played by none other than Cassidy Freeman. So Smallville picked up both the both the stars of Austin Golden Hour to be in season eight of Smallville. Wow! Yeah, so they already they already work together. So you know, naturally, they'd probably stick Oliver and Tess together a little bit as as we open up here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's just get right into Odyssey. This is the one where the Justice League span the globe to find Clark. And um, so, yeah this this is a lot of a lot of plot, a lot of you know moving the pieces uh-huh. as uh, season premieres usually are. It's the getting from the last season to the new season, and just a lot of stuff going on, a lot of characters, a lot of. Moving the pieces. Mm-hmm. A lot of Justice League in this one. I like that. You know, if you don't have mm-hmm. Clark for a while, you know, as I remembered, I thought Clark lost his memory, but no, he just lost his powers and got sent to like Siberia. <laughs> uh, yeah, he lost his powers. Yeah. And that's interesting. I, on second viewing, I realized I think the reason they did that was to show that Lex could have survived. If Clark survived without his powers, then Lex could survive, right? That's true. That's, Did you get that feeling? No, I didn't, but that okay. sounds correct. Um, yeah, and, and it's like, it's as if he didn't actually lose his powers. It was more like he was completely uncharged or discharged, like a, like a dead battery, because mm-hmm. what helped him out was when uh, Martian Manhunter brought him to the sun, and that just su- mm-hmm. supercharged him, and uh, and he has his powers back again, so... Okay. Well, I can't wait till we get to that part because I got questions. Okay. Um, so basically, yeah, we have Tess Mercer. I just wanted to mention uh, Cassidy is playing Tess Mercer, uh, and that's a play on Miss um, Tessmacher uh, from <laughs> from uh, the Superman movies. Uh, do you remember Miss Tessmacher? No. Played by Valerie Perrine. She was like Lex Luthor's like babe. Oh yeah. Know. Okay. And um, Mercy Graves, who is from uh, Superman, the animated series. So, uh, and that was like Lex's like female bodyguard slash driver, like his most trusted lieutenant. So you pop Tess Mocker and Mercy Graves together, you get Tess Mercer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I like that Tess Mercer's whatever's uh, minions are different now. Uh-huh. They're not the typical, you know, heavies. They're uh, it's a little blonde girl. Yeah, she's and got some, some ladies. Other young guy. Mm-hmm. Well, no, the the guy that was there before was uh, Regan, and he was working for Lex before Lex disappeared. No, but there seemed to have been another guy that was with the little blonde girl. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah, I don't remember. 
Like, he didn't do much. He was just there to take somebody out of the room or something. Like, to take Chloe out of the room. Mm-hmm. So we have new credits. So weird. No Michael. Mm-hmm. No uh, weird. No Laura Vandevoort. No Kristen Crook. Um, and no uh, John Glover. John Glover, that's right, yeah. And then these the str- yeah, the strange new shocked. faces, uh, Cassidy and Sam, and then, then of course, Justin. Uh-huh. And Allison is now second build. Yes. Because mm-hmm. Erica Durant doesn't have, like, the full season pickup yet. She's still 12, 12 episodes a season. I think it's really? I think it's next season that she's full-time. So, Lois doesn't die this season. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Lois, uh, it's nice that the first time we see her is in a French-made outfit. Meow. Uh, uh, yeah. Her, I feel like they got a new hair and makeup person because their hair is different. Mm. Uh, yeah, she's more Lois's of a hair. Yeah, it's more of a... Um, it has, like, not red, but it has a rich red dish, a little bit of a red tint mm-hmm. to it. It just looks real pretty. Yeah. Real healthy, real thick. Yep. And we and Lois, of course, is looking for Chloe. And Chloe is being held in uh, this another 33.1 facility. <clears throat> um, I wrote it down. Barn, tiger, car, hammer, tree, building, cup, phone, toaster, house, doll, football, book, umbrella, bench, paperclip. <laughs> Chloe's naming off the pictures as they rattle by her. Um, and, uh, we have Ray here who's played by Patrick Gilmore. Um, he was in, he's in Travelers and SGU, um, but he's just like a lowly assistant in this episode. Um, so what were you thinking about, uh, the whole Chloe is, uh, she's definitely infected with Brainiac, um, since last season. She's... That's where it's really interesting. I give her a different, she's got a different role now and it just makes it easier for when Chloe and Clark are together solving a mystery and they don't make these huge leaps from one, from one bit of evidence to another. (laughs) Chloe can, Chloe actually has intelligence, has, um, facts in her head that makes that easier. Oh gosh, yeah. When we get to the Maxima episode, she all of a sudden has all this exposition about Maxima because it's not just er Mm -hmm. Earth intelligence she has in there. She has alien intelligence. Um, And it's cool because when Chloe was announced to have like a meteor ability, uh, many people thought going into that, that, oh, of course, she's going to be like, you know, super computer person. You know, she's going to be really, really fast. She's going to be able to like jack into a computer or something, you know, because she's always she's always on the computer. She's always doing stuff. So so this is almost like as if like the fans got their got their wish about Chloe's power. Mm. So, but she doesn't have the healing. It's ability just a, it's a natural a natural progression. Yes, that's what I was wanting to know. Her healing ability is gone, right? And this replaced that, or I couldn't figure out if that was the case, or if she just couldn't heal Clark because Clark was a human. Not, she could only heal humans. Oh, no, that's true. I don't know. I don't think she tried to heal anybody else. I think she just basically said she it doesn't work anymore. So okay. Um. Okay. So yeah, they're looking for Clark. Clark would never give up on us. And we go to Russia, where Clark is unloading a truck in the rain. Steph in the rain. Wet. He's so wet. He's so wet. <laughs> <laughs> he's out of and breath. He's so big. Oh, he's so big. Mm-hmm. I wonder if those clothes are like lined with something to make him look even bigger because he looks bigger in that shirt. 
than <laughs> later on. Really? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just I mean, the huge. just the uh, the wetness just gives that definition to to <laughs> his uh, to his barrel chest. So his muscles, yeah. But yeah, he's getting beaten up. He tries to steal a truck and doesn't know how to drive. He, you know, Clark has a thing about <laughs> crashing trucks, so <laughs> no surprise. <laughs> uh, we go back to Chloe. They're making her look for these numbers, and I like the whole suspense where she realizes the last number she's looking for. It turns out to be Ollie. She's like, "Oh, wait a second, I know yeah. this number." Yeah, that was great. And that she's not actually been being held by the government at all. She's being held by Luther Corp. So. Um, of course she is. So yeah, back in Russia, Roy Connor shows up. Some cool music's playing when Roy shows up <laughs> looking for some caviar. <laughs> it's such like a it's such like an awesome comic book thing, just I don't know. Just playing that whole like, I don't know this guy, screw this guy. I'm not you know, and just doing that whole thing to rescue him. Um uh, Roy Connor is also uh, a thing. Um I don't know, watching Arrow, maybe you know some of this. Um, Roy Harper mm-hmm. is uh, mm-hmm. is the original Speedy in the comics, and uh, uh-huh. Connor Hawk was uh, Oliver's son in the comics. So who inherits uh, oh. Green Arrow? Oh. So Ollie, uh, sorry. So Roy wants to buy the caviar, and this pathetic little punk right here. <laughs> yeah, because they get into a fight. They beat each other up. Yep, and we find out. That the fortress has disappeared. There was this huge avalanche, and Clark hiked out of there and just woke up on a fishing boat, and that's how he's in Russia. Yeah, and so in that, that was in Superman something versus Batman. Batman versus Superman. Uh, I just remember. Oh, what super? Who was? Well, I mean, Man of Steel. He's working on a fishing boat. Like on, yes. he's on, he's okay. on like deadliest catch at <laughs> the beginning of that movie. Yeah. Um, Superman two, um, he prom, he he pretty much like tells Jor-El that he wants to give his heart to Lois and uh, and wants to live as a human. So that um, Jor-El takes his powers away, and he and uh, uh, Lois basically drive back to Canada <laughs> from the fortress somehow. You know, so there's, there's a little bit of this and that. Um, okay. Uh, oh, go ahead. Um, no, I don't know. I keep going. My next note is uh, uh, it's a Steph scene. Uh, we have AC bare chested in restraints. Um, uh-huh. Maybe not as hot because he's all like chapped. <laughs> he's oh, yeah, he's drying like out. out. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, they didn't take Dinah's shirt off when they uh, restrained her. So, whatever. Her mask is a little different this time. Her makeup mask. Yeah. It has some yellow hmm. instead of just black. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Clark doesn't care that he's human. He's going with Ollie to this facility to, to rescue Chloe. And it, it they go there and it turns out Lois has already broken it. <laughs> they like run into Lo- Lois. What are you doing here? <laughs> and she pretends like she doesn't know him. And- yeah. <laughs> Well, that's classic. I mean, you know, she was like this to begin with. You know, she showed up on Smallville looking for Chloe and willing to break into whatever to get to find her cousin. So um, we get this cool little thing. Um, and I, I don't know if they ever use it, use it again, but they use Chloe's mom's DNA to make a, a control serum for people, whoever gets darted. 
So uh, Regan injects Ollie with the control serum and makes him, uh, uh, I think, go after Clark or... Oh, yeah. Or so they find can out what happened him. to Lex, no matter what. Yeah, find out what happened to Lex, and it doesn't last very long because it just wears off. No. And he's like, what? What did I do? And so he's shooting him. He's filling him full of arrows. Yep. One goes through him. And and I thought, the death of Superman. Mm. Well, we're not there yet. <laughs> but the, yeah, <gasps> he definitely gets hurt. He definitely gets, he gets like shot right through the heart with an arrow. Yeah. And yeah, Ollie's just horrified. Um, Chloe tries to heal, doesn't work. And then Clark just starts having the flash, you know, his life flashing before flash his eyes. before his eyes, yeah. Which was a cool effect. Because mm-hmm. they show Lana, then they show Martha and Jonathan. I missed them. And then all of a sudden we see good old Martian Manhunter there <laughs> to fly him into space. So what were you, what, what were you thinking? What were you going to ask about that? Oh, it was just the death of Superman. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And about Chloe. <laughs> well, I thought it was great. Yeah. Keep going. Totally. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of weird that um, Martian Manhunter took Clark to the sun and um, lost his powers in the process, but somehow got them both back to Earth. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and um, Clark mentions here that... Um, you know, sometimes he feels like two different people. Oh. And that's kind of a hint. Uh, Kelly Souders, who is now one of the executive producers, uh, or one of the showrunners, rather, and executive producer, uh, says this season is going to be about dual identities. Mm. The, the theme of the season. And so, yeah, Marsh Manhunter says, time to let, his, to let your life in Smallville go. Or maybe Clark was the one that said that. It's time for me to let it go. Elsa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. no, please. Just no about Tess. Uh-huh. Somebody, I think Regan or somebody mentions that she was born in a Louisiana swamp and taught herself how to read. What? They don't have any schools in Louisiana. Nope, not in the swamps. They don't. <laughs> and then we find out that she was a marine, uh, marine studying to be a, a marine biologist just a few years ago too, in a, in a later episode. So who knows what's going on with Tess? <laughs> <laughs> but really, I like I like the sub. T- you know, I was very skeptical of Tess Mercer, mm-hmm. but she shows up and it's like, okay, I have to be tough because I'm in charge. Yeah, Lex put me in charge. I got to be tough. And you see some vulnerability, some weakness there, and t- you know, until a little later on. But um, I was on board because I could see that. Um, Uneasiness to be in charge and to be tough. And- oh, I'm glad. You should, I, yeah. you know, if I ever get a chance to find any that won't spoil you, because I don't know how much of this you're actually remembering. Um, but just interviews with her. She's just like the funniest laid back person. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. I remember, you know, mean, hard ass bitch Tess Mercer. Uh-huh. And then I see Cassidy Freeman yeah. own uh, Longmire. Oh, right, right. Yeah. And her character is completely different. Her character is a very sympathetic character. Her, you know, her mother had died, and mm. Longmire, the sheriff, is her dad. And um, did you stick with that? By it's the a way? great show. No, I think we watched the first two seasons, yeah. and then it went to Netflix. And I, maybe yeah, I watched I lost track of it. The first, yeah, it's a good show. Yeah, I watched it for her and for Starbuck, and just kind of yeah. lost track. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and Graham Katie from Sankoff's Buffy character. <laughs> Yeah, 
and he was pretty good. I, yeah. I enjoyed Graham from Buffy. Much better than that. He wasn't bad. So Tess moves He's into <laughs> Tess moves into Luther Mansion, um, and I like how you know we're, nobody's around her, so we see her looking just kind of like wary about the whole thing. And it is a little weird. It's only been about four weeks and dust is piled up as if nobody's been in the mansion for like <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> but they find a uh, boot print in the snow outside and, and inside this case, boom, the crystal of knowledge is in there. The one that was created by, well, what was, what did create that, that, that crystal Steph, Do you remember? I don't know. The stones, the stones, the elemental stones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> remember okay. that season? Um, I remember the cave season. Okay. Uh, what else? Jimmy's worried his proposal screwed things up, but Chloe accepts. And a nice, sweet scene. Um, more and more, I am buying Jimmy now that we're done with her or him going after Kara. Although he does hit a speed speed bump later in our discussion. <laughs> but uh, uh-huh. uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I feel like... Uh, Jimmy is all in. I feel like what made me worry was this whole Brainiac thing. I'm afraid that Chloe is going to be to feel more. Um, to, she's going to feel superior mm. to humans is what I'm afraid of. <laughs> Maybe superior to Jimmy. Huh. Uh, again, do, how much do you remember? I mean, do you remember? I much? don't remember. I don't remember. Did, did remember, you watch this and go, oh, yes, that's right. Or no, not at all. I remember, I, I knew that the Justice League showed up, <laughs> but I didn't know that they were looking for Lex. Like, I just remember, oh, I didn't, Clark, whatever but... I saw before, Yeah, uh, that's what I mean. They were looking for Clark. Uh, they were looking for something. <laughs> I didn't know why they were there before. I didn't, you know, the first time I saw it, it's, it's just vague recollections of little things here and there that didn't make any sense. And I couldn't get into it because I had no knowledge of what was going on. Right. But now you've watched uh, it all <laughs> in less than a year. So here we are. Um, and yes, uh, Clark has got to leave Smallville behind. So what does he do? He fills out his application for the Daily Planet and somehow lands a seat right next to Lois. <laughs> uh, and just the, the introduction of this, like Lois sitting at her desk and all of a sudden just hearing this squeaking of a chair. <laughs> and it's just oh, that was great. Clark grinning. Um, and, uh, I I just love it. You know, he walks away smiling and then we go behind, we look behind him and we see Lois just acting all bothered, but then slowly a smile is going on her face because Uh, maybe Lois doesn't mind Clark being around because Lois is in love with Clark. (gasps) Boy, she'd have to be tortured to reveal that. Um, Oh, did, uh, let's go back to Tess. Tess had... Regan murdered? Yep. Got rid of? She did away with him. Yep. So we know that uh, she doesn't mind killing people. <laughs> or having people killed, much like Lex. Yeah, well, yeah, I think maybe it was kind of vague what she had done to Regan. Yeah. Until we see later on something that she does, and then you're like, oh, she had Regan murdered. Mm. <laughs> he disappeared. All right, so... Um, Doing a good job. We we did that in about twenty ish minutes. Uh, okay, five more episodes to go. Plastic. All right, I've got 
I got Hagen Dawes waiting on me. All right. I'm ready to get finished. Yeah, Plastique. One where we meet Davis was- and uh, and Plastique, uh, who isn't being called Plastique in the episode, but uh, yes, this girl is uh, the the person who becomes Plastique in the comics, mm. like a villain that can blow people up. Um, this was epic. You know, I don't mind the uh, sound staginess. Yeah, yeah, it makes it its own like world. It. You know. Uh huh. I do. I am sad as a person that's visiting Vancouver that there's now in these later seasons uh, less places to visit, and I'm sad as a curator of a Smallville playlist that there's less music to collect too. <laughs> so mm. uh, that that kind of sucks. But um, I don't know if you've noticed some of the epicness of uh, Louis Febre's uh, score in these yeah. episodes. He's created a pretty good Superman theme. He's you know like a hero theme. Mm-hmm. And, a, and an Ed credit scene or theme as well that kind of mm-hmm. blasts away when you finish the episode. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, the farm boy shows up for work, and uh, Lois just steals a suit to uh, clothe him in. Because <laughs> poor guy's just like, "Hey, <laughs> really? Yeah, this guy's got extra clothes at work." Yeah, and uh, looks doesn't even look as big as Clark, but whatever. Uh, and where does Clark change? Of course, the phone booth. <laughs> uh, and he's wearing Superman blue. <laughs> yeah, this whole uh, Lois showing Clark the ropes. Yeah, it's it's pretty cute because she's so shrill. Love her. She's so obnoxious. God, I love her so much. But- <laughs> <laughs> I just do. I mean, I can't. I this is like okay. We've had Lois for a few seasons, and she's been fun, and I think she's been. You know, uh, uh, pretty okay. You know, pretty okay, Lois. But it's like once we get into the Daily Planet and we're in the Metropolis, and it's really Lois and Clark constantly have to bounce off each other um, with the you know, like the His Girl Friday kind of ratatat dialogue. I I, I just have so mm-hmm. much fun with Lois Lane. Eric Durant yep. is awesome. She showed up way too early. She did, but I didn't mind so much because Eric Durant's done. Uh, <laughs> What? Xbox. Erica Duran's rocks. And she's and and Xbox, whatever. Whatever you want <laughs> Uh so uh, Clark is finally listening to Oliver. Uh how so? Clark Clark wants to be where the action is, yeah. man. He feels like because Oliver Oliver is ten steps down the road from Clark. Uh-huh. As far as his journey. And Clark, you can see the effect that Oliver is having on Clark. He's ex- ex- inspiring him to do more. Mm-hmm. And he wants to be where the action is. He he feels like he can do a lot of good in Metropolis and at it, the Daily yeah. Planet. Yeah, we soon see him like at night just sitting at the Daily Planet waiting for something to happen on the scanner. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have our... Our big uh, Superman action scene here, a bus explodes, Clark goes, races down there, rips the roof open, and just walks out with Tess, who's just like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Uh, Clark rescues Tess, Uh much like Clark rescued Lex. Yeah. And Tess is uh, very curious. Her curiosity is piqued. Mm-hmm. Guess this must be my stop. <laughs> uh, who uh, does allege that? Oh, I'm just r- using public transportation, you know, because I'm trying to live green. But then it turns out that she was 
trying to hunt this girl Bet down. And Bet's played by because she was look. Sorry, when we were in at the place in Montana, Clark or somebody was going down the hall and stopped and looked in a room, and I guess that was supposed to have been Bet there. Oh, really? Uh, because she escaped. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, I got the feeling she did say she escaped. Or like, oh, there are yeah, there are other people there. There were other people there in that place. And that's she's played by Jessica Parker Kennedy, who was in the Secret Circle. And if you're watching The Flash these days, uh, she also plays the mystery girl. There's this girl that shows up a couple times and acts very familiar with Barry and the gang, but uh, nobody really knows who she is. She might be someone from the future. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't know if you're watching. Um, I haven't at all. Uh But I am. She showed up in the. uh, She. I think she first showed up in the uh, Crisis crossover. Uh, She was in the church. Well, I know. I, I think I remember she was in the uh, the coffee shop. Yep, there too. She was yep. real nervous, act, acting very funny. Yep. <laughs> Suspicious. So, uh, future inmate Allison Mack is here uh, with her 150th appearance as Chloe Sullivan. I just wanted to make sure we noted that. And <laughs> what did you say, future inmate? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> and moving on. Uh, Chloe, did you notice all the? Did you notice all the blooms, all the flowers? Uh, no, I guess not. Was there a flower when Clark stand goes there? Into t- there were flowers every in the out of the episode. When Clark goes in, you know, uh, right after this, Clark summoned Tess's office. Yeah, and Lana's like, "What? Why does he get summoned?" Lana, when he goes in, and there's a. <laughs> you mean Lois? Huh? <laughs> you said Lana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lois is wondering why he got summoned. He goes in her Tessa's office and there's a huge bouquet of yellow flowers. Uh-huh. Then later on, Davis Bloom goes to visit Chloe at Isis and she's throwing away uh, old dead flowers. And then later on, there's other flowers somewhere else. There's just flowers everywhere in this hmm. episode. I, want, like, I wonder uh, if there's like a deleted scene that I – I didn't watch the deleted scenes this week. Um, so maybe there was one that I missed that explained it. So I don't know. But it's good that there's so many flowers because Davis Bloom is here. Yeah. See, I think <laughs> – uh, Your microphone's cutting out. Hello. Anybody there? Hey, listeners, this is the part where I talk to you. Um, how you doing? Uh-oh. Oh, there she hey, is. Sorry. <laughs> I was just having a conversation with the listeners. Something happened. Uh, okay, Davis Bloom. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, Sam Whitworth. Mm-hmm. Crash down. Yep. Uh, vampire. <laughs> was actually, uh, Davis Bloom was originally going to be a bartender at the new set Ace of Clubs. And uh, was also originally uh, slated to be another boyfriend for Lois. <laughs> mm. So that all got axed for for good. We I like this whole EMT well, thing. I and mean, the EMT thing is interesting, but I hate medical stuff. So. Oh, really? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> um, well, you'll have to let me know what stuff gets done incorrectly uh, here. Oh. Uh. I mean, it's okay. It's fine so far. Um, we also have a <laughs> we have Metropolis General Hospital now instead of uh, Smallville yes. Medical Center, which I think is the same set. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll 
Whatever. But it's not painted purple and blue. Yeah. It's painted. It looks like a hospital instead of another room attached to the talon. So, yeah, Davis and Chloe have a little meet cute over the injured body of uh, of Bet here. <laughs> and uh, he says that she was hard to miss. Meanwhile, Clark Kent helps a little girl with a bunny rabbit. Aw. <laughs> and Clark and her have this brief exchange. Uh, Clark and Chloe have this brief exchange in the in the street. How Clark wishes that she was at the planet while he's working there, too. But she says she's ready to kind of move on. She's ready for a change. So. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I don't remember this bunny rabbit. What? Yeah, it's a little girl, a little stuffed bunny that Clark saved. Guess okay. you're gonna have to watch the episode again. Okay. <laughs> uh, always know your source. This is something that comes back a couple times in this episode. Um, so yeah, Clark officially meets Tess. Going green. Oh, she says I already had you on my to-do list. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Lex told me that you like <laughs> to save people. And Clark warns her, "Don't let this job consume your life, just like it did Lex." So, um, and, and there's a little bit of a hint that Tess is just like, yeah, he's hiding something. What something's going on with this guy? And it seems like Lex has talked to her about him before, you know, in Off Cameraville, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on that other show, the spinoff Off Cameraville. Um, so to me, it's like, you know, once Odyssey is over and he's like sitting in a chair next to Lois, and it's not really explained how he got there. I think it makes sense now that we know that Tess had talked to Lex and Lex probably told him, told her, keep an eye on this guy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, bet's astray. Chloe offers a bed. Um, yeah. Cause there's so much room in the Talon apartment. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which I think, what is it later that, oh no, Lois, Lois wants to move out because Chloe and Jimmy are being embarrassingly close. Uh, let's see. Uh, there was no bomb. It turns out it was Bet. Uh, Bet finds out what a meteor power is and, uh, then blames it on this kid, Tommy. And then Clark and mm-hmm. Bet have a showdown with this Tommy guy who's freaking out. And Bet's little eyes light up and blows up something next to, next to Tommy, which is like the worst explosion effect, by the way. I don't know if you remember the sequence, but Tommy's next to the barrels. We pan back to Bet and Clark, and then we hear like an explosion. And then we pan back to where Tommy was, and he's not there, but the barrels are just sitting there still, Just but they're on fire this time. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. what? Oh. It's fine. Uh, I found out that Plastique is uh, was actually on Justice League Unlimited, the cartoon series. Voiced by Juliet Landau. Oh. Uh, so, darling Drew. Um, Clark's bummed that he got an obituary to write. And, of course, it's probably because his kid died in front of him. Um, Davis and Chloe keep ending up very close to each other. And it's very yeah. awkward in the ISIS Foundation. Mm-hmm. And Chloe... Did background check on Davis because she has a curiosity complex. And I'm engaged, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and then she admits that he's the first to know. Uh, you know, we got this class, the classic, I didn't tell anybody else that I was engaged. And there might be a reason why. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, why are you not excited about your engagement? Yeah. You're so not so excited about it that you're not telling anybody. You're just telling this person that you've just met. Yeah. And one little peek into Davis's past here, we find out that he was an orphan. And Tess was on the bus because she was trying to see Bette. Uh, oh yeah, great! I love this little scene. Clark Clark meets uh, Davis in the hospital, and Davis is like, "Oh, I met your fiance." <laughs> Clark's like, "What? <laughs> Give me a Chloe. Uh, oh, Chloe's engaged." <laughs> uh, so that's funny. And I like how they he they kind of strike up a little bit of a friendship there because Davis is immediately like, "Please do not tell her I told you that. I'm so sorry. Uh, I wasn't supposed to say a thing." But Clark, of course, is like, she told you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Chloe and Bette argue. Bette explodes her phone. Meanwhile, Lois finds out that uh, there was no meteor in Tommy's body, meteor rock or anything like that. And uh, she says, oh, my God, my cousin's babysitting Psycho Spice, which is a great line. (laughs) And so we get this great like Superman moment here, which is just so, so like hero Superman the best. Because when Clark shows up to you know basically save Chloe, um, he just pretty much talked Bet down, and he's like, "Listen, you don't have to hide anymore. You don't have to hide from me. It gets better, you know. Don't go crazy." <laughs> and he 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 pretty much just just talks her down. I I just really like that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember it? No. <laughs> I can tell. Always uh, <laughs> uh, your sources said again. Um, uh huh. So yeah, Tess Tess uh, goes to Betts and says, "I'm putting together a team." I remember what it was like ah. to be your age, alone, angry, trapped. The injustice of it all. I can help Bet. We'll make a hero out of you yet. So, mm. Tess, Nick Fury, sir. So, <laughs> so this is the. Mm-hmm. What is what? What's the opposite of the Justice League? The. Well, I already said the word. <laughs> what? Injustice League. Really? That's a thing. That's, a th- that's what they that's are. That's a thing. It's not the Suicide Squad. That was like Sol- that's like Lex Luthor and Solomon Grundy. Oh, that's the Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom. Yeah. But is the Injustice League a thing? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a thing? Mm-hmm. It's a Smallville thing? Mm-hmm. Or it's a comic? Once we get to it, I'm sure I'll have more research on it to tell you. But, I, um, yeah, I believe that there's there's at least a cartoon version of it. I, uh, yeah, you caught me with my pants down, unfortunately. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> I'll pull my pants up and continue. This seems like, this, please pull your pants up. But this seems like basic Superman knowledge. <laughs> Wow! Oh, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> You're on your own now. Uh, I could Google it, but that would be very boring for the listeners. Oh, that's okay. There's people Googling already and talking back to us. Chocolate peanut butter hogging to us. Mm. Anyway, um, uh, Clark, uh, Clark and Lois talk about Chloe's engagement, and Lois is all very much like him. <laughs> and um, 
we go to um, Davis in an alleyway, naked and trembling, and it looks like his forehead was bulging with something, and and now he's he's basically waking up from wherever he was and screams as we go to credits. Dun dun dun. Yeah, I can't wait to find out what is up because uh, it didn't make any sense. I don't understand. Mm. <laughs> um. Next episode. If the taste of your lips are toxic. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, uh. This is the one where we spend 15 minutes on the island in flashbacks. Not five plus years. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. You don't have to fast forward through these flashbacks. Right. Of course, Ollie's hair stays perfect throughout. So (laughs) no weird wigs. (laughs) Okay. What's weird is... Tess Mercer and Oliver Queen have the same origin story. <laughs> well. But they come out on totally different sides. He comes out wanting to help people and do good. Do, do He wants to do justice. And she comes out being all for herself and determined to uh, win yeah. at all costs. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say that Oliver taught himself. In Louisiana swamp, because <laughs> there's no <laughs> schools there. No, but I got you. Uh, la, 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 la. Oh, Edward wanted you to know that Chloe is rocking the smoky eye. Oh, is that like a makeup effect, or just like the effect that he's having? She's <laughs> having on him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when when Chloe and Mark are at the uh, Ace of Clubs, yep, uh, and she's wearing that evening gown. Mm. Which I don't, I'm not crazy about. It's not very flattering. Okay. I don't like it. I barely remember. But uh, it, it, the style is kind of, that's that's something Chloe would wear. Mm-hmm. She's She has smoky evening eye. Mm. Her eyeshadow. Mm. And I thought it was funny that my husband <laughs> recognized it, commented on it. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> we'll have to add a segment. Makeup tips yeah. with Edward. Um, well, you got to see the wig pictures. Oh gosh, they're on my Instagram. <laughs> I'll check them out. Uh, okay, so we're at a fundraiser, a rainforest fundraiser. Um, Chloe notes that Clark and Lois are always together now, and she always thought that she'd be the one circling his typos. Aw, yeah, that is. It's kind of interesting that this is not how we. Imagine things. We thought that they would all be working together at the Daily Planet. Yep. I mean, Chloe, most of all. I mean, Chloe makes the most sense. She's always been involved in journalism. Uh Uh-huh. But uh, being involved with Clark gave her, uh, like, a new calling. Um, A calling that she wasn't probably expecting when she was, like, 15 years old and wanting to just be Veronica Mars at the uh, school newspaper, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Um, so meanwhile, playboy Oliver Queen has, uh, stumbled into the party and Clark is like, listen, there's no way Oliver would be drunk in public. And <laughs> so, uh, we find out that Ali has 12 hours to live. And so we don't take him to a hospital, no hospitals. We have to go to ISIS foundation and we have to call our favorite. Cause it's right EMT. across the street. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. wait a second. I know the Daily Planet, Luther Corp, and Ace of Clubs are all in one uh, block. That's definitely been mentioned, but um, I don't know where the ISIS Foundation is in the city. It's got to be in the city oh. somewhere, but I don't know. 
Uh, it's close by. Davis shows yes, up. He's a, all. We have a ticking. We have a ticking time clock. That's right. A ticking time clock. <laughs> a ticking. A ticking. You know, it's a, the clock's ticking. Yeah. We have a clock tick, ticking. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like pressure. A time bomb? It's a. Uh, t- yeah, it it adds to the drama. Yeah. It's uh, it gives a sense of urgency. We got to solve this mystery. Mm-hmm. And Davis shows up and wants to bring him to the hospital. And Chloe bats her big uh, smoky eyes at Davis. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have this nice uh, little scene with Lois and Ollie, even though Ollie's unconscious. And uh, oh wait, no, yeah, Lois. Yeah, Ollie brings. Ollie Oliver brings out a side of Lois that we never see. Mm-hmm. A very uh, emotion, you know, that emotional thing she doesn't like to do, and Oliver brings that out of her. Yeah, you got yourself hurt, and then she's like, "I sometimes wonder if I should have let you go." And then, of course, you know, it's perfect. You know, this is like the reverse almost of what happened in the uh, season finale. Uh, Lois is all emotional and who shows up to put a hand on her shoulder? It's Clark. And he's there to he's there to comfort her as she's being mm-hmm. emotional over somebody else. So um, I, th- I think I skipped ahead here, but um, no big deal. Uh, Ollie's date is, is poison, too. They take her to the hospital, and we find out why Oliver didn't want to go to the hospital mm-hmm. because they'll kill you. They give you adrenaline. And okay, okay so we have see all that is weird as far as oh. IRL. Yeah, like I don't know. Uh, we don't adrenaline. Adrenaline. We don't give adrenaline. <laughs> what if like their heart is going to stop beating? I mean, I learned in Pulp Fiction that you jam that stuff in the heart, and then uh, it wakes you right up. No. No, that's not a thing. All right. Um, so in our flashback, Oliver is on the deserted island. He's woken up on the beach. He's foraging for fil- food. He's not about to eat no millipedes. Uh, <laughs> that was really cute. <laughs> that was so charming and adorable. And it, it's you know it's just it's like the classic Robinson Crusoe thing. He can't catch a boar, so what does he got to do? He's got to learn how to make a bow and arrow. Then he's got to learn to shoot the bow and arrow. And then like a scene later, he's now able to shoot an arrow to split another arrow in two. <laughs> it's just yeah. amazing. And uh, no beard, no. Nothing like time is weird. You know they could have shown time going by if they made his hair a little longer or had a, had a beard on him or anything like that. But uh, there's apparently a great barber on the island that Ollie can go to, <laughs> and uh, and he discovers some very poisonous thorns, which are the, are the cause of uh, his his worries later. Um, <laughs> I love Lois's line: "Who's he been partying with, Motley Crue?" <laughs> Just because Lois, <laughs> Lois is an '80s rocker, um, yeah. Da, 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 da. We okay. So in the flashbacks, uh, uh, I wrote it's Tess dinner on my chest. Oh, because she's putting leeches on his chest. Okay, that's funny, Robin. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, leeches. We do leeches. Oh, you do. We do maggots. We do leeches. Like you apply them to people. Mm-hmm. What? I don't. <laughs> Yeah. What kind of Louisiana swamp you use that you run it over there? <laughs> okay. Well, I'd, yep. honestly, if I go to a hospital and they try to put that stuff on me ever, I would be really mad. You, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you would. 
maybe how much you know. I don't. I've never seen it actually done, but I know it's done. Okay, I know it was done in the past. I didn't realize it was still being done. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Let's see. Tess is a marine biologist. So is her friend, and uh, her friend Megan. And this guy Marcos murders Megan. And um, yeah, they were kidnapped in Fiji while doing research. And uh, Marcos knows that Oliver Queen is who he is, and they'll promise some big bucks for him. And uh, just mm-hmm. a funny thing about yeah. Oh, uh, a funny thing about this guy I Marcos. Was... He's played by Ron mm-hmm. Selmore, who Ron mm-hmm. was on Arrow, who played really. Yeah, he played the butcher in one of the island flashbacks, and he held Oliver Queen hostage. <laughs> <laughs> in an episode. <laughs> so he's really experienced at capturing Green Arrow. What were you going to say? <laughs> I like his accent. Yeah. He's got an interesting accent. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't sound fake. Uh-huh. Phony. I was just going to tell you this one little anecdote from life. Okay. Morgan was trying to decide what to major in. So she went to the, like the. Uh, the fair where they talk about you know the different majors she went to biology and they had went to the galapagos islands the summer before mm-hmm. she was like oh, oh my gosh went to the, i could go to the galapagos islands mm-hmm. what how did you get there where did you sleep they said we slept on a boat she said you got there by a boat and he said yes and she's like never mind <laughs> Morgan can't do boats Aww. so that is that is why it's an island how else would you get excited. there i mean i guess you get there right yeah but. yeah she doesn't do boats. No boats. No Statue of Liberty Aww. in New York. Aww. No boats. Staten Island Ferry is so like it doesn't even feel like it's floating. It's just chugging along. Yeah, and if we stay in Weehawken, there's a ferry that goes the Hudson Ferry uh-huh. that goes across. Yeah, that we have to we have to try that the ferry once. They say for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, return to Smallville Talk. Okay, so back at uh, the ISIS Foundation, uh, Chloe is rattling off biology research and uh, just starts like blinking through computer screens. And Clark is like, "What?" <laughs> and then he realizes it's due to Brainiac, and she she uh, she starts saying, "Don't start blaming yourself, please." You know, we know she knows Clark. This is a gift, you know, <laughs> and we'll worry about it later. We'll worry about Clark. Yeah, Clark right but. Yeah, but still, it's like, what are the ramifications of this? Mm-hmm. What is it going to develop? What's the what's going to happen when the other shoe mm-hmm. shoe other shoe what, drops? What is, what's my metaphor? What's my yeah shoe drops? Yeah. What's my yeah yeah. Um. So uh, Clark knows that uh, I think Luther Corp might have this poison or something like that um, or an antidote. So he goes to see Tess who doesn't know, pretends not to know anything about it. Um, and then she says something about, um, it does bring out your eyes that tie, um, which is actually a reference to a scene that was deleted in plastique um, where I, I, I didn't actually watch this scene, but I, I read it in trivia. Uh, Tess actually had a loft scene with Clark in the second episode, she showed what? she she drove to Smallville uh, to congratulate him on the job and um, and gave him a tie as like a like a gift for you know being oh, yeah, Lord. Yeah. Uh, she did rescue. <laughs> he much. did rescue her, you know. So. 
So that's what she's referring okay, to. Okay, he did. That's the tie. Yeah, that's too. That uh, she gave him. That's too personal. Too soon. <sighs> well, uh, let's see. The lab is in Brazil, so there's no time to get that antidote. And Clark's like, "Yep." <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I know. When when they said that, I didn't think. Uh, about his super speed <laughs> until it was all over. Until he was like, "Here, here you go." Where's the antidote? Like, okay. Where'd you get that from? Oh, Brazil. He super sped them to Brazil. Uh, meanwhile, David shows back up at ISIS and uh, tells Lois that Oliver's probably going to die. And I wrote down her 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 quote is awesome. Here's what's going to happen, Dimples. You're going to reach into the handy tackle box of yours and pull us out a miracle. <laughs> Oliver Queen does not die today. I love Lois, and Lane. she made it work. That's right. It's a- it's an awful, it's an awful line, but it was cute coming out of her mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so in the flashback, Thunder. they ended up. Um, Thunder. What's that? Are you reading something hmm? to yourself? Are you, no, are you talking thund- to somebody? It's thundering. Like, oh, is it thunder? It's thunder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oliver and Tess escape. You know they send a uh, dart through a, one of the poison flowers, which goes into Marcos. Oliver tells him to go crawl into a leech pond and make a few friends. (laughs) But then we we know who is here getting revenge on Oliver. And uh, yeah, uh, Clark, uh, seeing things from Davis's point of view, Davis, the, you know, we, we trust that he's an EMT. He's gone to medical school or whatever you have to do for EMT. Uh, Apologies to the EMTs that work. I'm just dumb. Um, At, well, here you go to community college, okay. and it takes about a, a year or two. I don't know. Okay, it depends. There's a there's different levels. There's the ones that just drive the ambulance. Oh, fun fact: you have to have a doctor's order for uh, lights and sirens. Lights and sirens, doctor's order. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting, right? Huh. I just love that Clark shows up with this strange needle, <laughs> and he's like, "Inject this into Oliver," <laughs> and Davis is like, "Uh." Sure. <laughs> like, like. Uh, well, I guess I would have gotten in, would be getting into trouble anyway. I'm probably going to go to jail for, you know, you know, doing harm to this patient that I could have brought to the hospital. But yeah, I'll just inject this strange substance into his body. Um, yeah. So yeah, Oliver wakes up, starts screaming for mercy. And it turns out he's talking about Tess Mercer and she's in trouble. So Clark goes and saves her who, she does a good job of holding her own. You're one of the men in my life who taught me to fight back. Uh-huh. And then he gets the upper hand, but Clark uses some heat vision and knocks down some power lines or something and saves her. Uh, <laughs> Oliver shows up with because Oliver's gotten pictures taken of him that Tess has. Tess ended up leaking the pictures to like the Inquisitor or something. So Oliver shows up with the newspaper, and just drops it at her desk. Is like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so we find out something bad went, went bad between them, and, you know, and um, and then she hands him a folder, and uh, what, what did it turn out to be later? Uh, Luther Corp employees oh. were paid to sabotage his parents' plane. So yeah, Lionel was behind it. Mm-hmm. I guess he figured that, but he didn't know for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you caught this, but it's just hilarious. Clark shows up at the Daily Planet to, and, and starts talking to, to Lois uh, and seeing if she's going to write a story about you know Oliver's near death experience. 
Lois, Lois is like, thanks, Smallville. Takes the coffee cup from him and sets it down on the desk. And it's like right in front of the camera. And it clearly says Clark on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. That was cute. <laughs> well, well, you could see on Clark's face that the, uh, the like, uh, 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 that's my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, they have a little bonding sesh. You know, she thinks that the breakup with Oliver was for the best. And. Clark's like, hey, don't worry if you're still sad about it. I still watch that breakup video that I have uh, now and again. Oh, oh yeah. I, I still watch that video Lana yeah. uh, gave me. Um, so they kind of bond by, you know, oh, yeah, we're both heartbroken. Meanwhile, Chloe and Davis are bonding because now Davis knows about... That, you know, Chloe's intelligence is a little bit unusual. Like, hey, I thought you just studied journalism. And then she admits that, like, her fiancé doesn't even know. And um, mm. and he says, we all have a part that we ha- a part of ourselves that we hide. Even me. Um, oh, he's got a secret. secret. We have a nice little scene about with Oliver and Clark. I, I you know, Oliver uh, Clark is like almost accepting his mission and meanwhile Oliver's like down in the dumps about his parents again, you know. And and he's mm-hmm. also pissed at Clark that he didn't mention anything like his suspicions because, you know, him and Lionel were like hug buddies, you know. So <laughs> mm-hmm. um and he says uh he says to Clark, "I'm more fearless than you. You're afraid of everything." <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I was saying about uh, Oliver is so far ahead of Clark. Clark is still, he's still a baby superhero. Yeah, he needs that time. He needs time on the island himself. He needs to go through a big struggle. Yes, yeah. your island is still ahead of you. Ooh, what is Clark going to have to go through? Yeah. I don't know. We've been seeing Clark go through a lot in the last seven seasons. So <laughs> I don't know if what show Oliver's been watching. Uh, meanwhile, Tess gets her revenge. She scratches the Marcos with the flower. Tells the cabbie, take him to the hospital where obviously they're going to give him adrenaline and murder him, you know. And that's. Yeah. <laughs> and then she drives off with the license plate, no mercy. Mm. Oh, also, I love this. I love I love the Metropolis set, but I'm serious. They need to change the movie t- signs because, like, all six episodes, I've seen the movie signs say stolen intelligence and confidential information. <laughs> These two movies are really popular in Metropolis. <laughs> yeah, and they're terrible names. Yeah. Who names movies these? Such generic. <laughs> they obviously both star Liam Neeson. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else about that episode? Uh, no. I mean, it, on one hand, okay, when it first starts, Oliver's on the island and he's uh, sick from plant. <laughs> And then, Whoa. boom, there's Tess Hope the Mercer. later took that out. I'm, like, I'm sorry, this... folks. <laughs> what? what happened? Oh, I think maybe lightning struck in your area or something because your voice went... <laughs> now it's back, to, really? it's back to normal. Yeah. Well, um, anyway, so when Tess Mercer shows up on the island, I was like, oh, my God, this is stupid. And like I said, you know, uh, her and Oliver have the same backstory, mm-hmm. but they just turned out different. Uh, I mean, I guess it, it, uh, we needed that to uh, fill out Tess's character. Which or, still doesn't make too much sense, but uh, hopefully we'll learn more. Um, in fact, I I know we, we learn more. So. 
I mean, I, it's interesting. I, I mean, I'm okay with it. Yeah. It's just at first I was like, I hate this. Well, you know, it, but, it, but it worked. It ended up working. For she's great in the present, but it's the whole. She she raised herself in the Louisiana swamp and taught herself everything, and then and then and then she, she went to Harvard. She went to Harvard, and then she went to Fiji um, and uh, studying marine biology, where she ended up on an island with Oliver for a year, a month, a week, who knows? <laughs> and then they lost touch, and we find out later there was like a waitress involved. I guess, <laughs> uh, yeah. So huh. yeah, instinct. Yeah. Okay. The one where Instinct. with Maxima. Oh yeah. Yeah, I asked Morgan if Maxima was a character, uh, and she said yes. DC character, yeah. She so she's a real character. Yep. Okay. Hey, Shelby's back. Hey, Shelby. Shelby. I love Shelby. Um. Okay. Uh, Doctor Clark's lonely. Doctor Clark's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Clark is lonely. I was just saying, Clark's lonely at that big old farm by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Grohl is here. Um, I don't know if you remember Dr. Grohl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember Dr. Grohl because Lana sent him away. Yep. She ran him off. Yep. And now Tess is bringing him back. And he's working on the crystal of knowledge. And I love the little, the, the slight little nod to the Superman movies because the crystal is uh, like on its little prop which is surrounded by spitting rings like hula hoop rings which is like yeah. you know from superman the movie the Kryptonians oh. were held in the uh, that's true so Grohl says this is a, an alien hard drive and uh he's like i can do this thing if you want i don't know what's gonna happen and tess is like do the thing and beam of light into the sky which calls down the queen of Almarac, maxima uh, who uh, is a hottie with a hell of a kiss and takes out a uh, douche on a Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah, this business guy. Like, hey, I'm on my Bluetooth and uh, nobody's going to miss me oh, after I get oh. killed. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, also when Clark is lonely back at the farm, uh-huh. he pulls out something very familiar. It's not in his bedroom anymore. Last time we saw it, Lana was snooping through stuff in his bedroom yeah. and found her own necklace. And he pulls it out of the kitchen drawer. Yep. That's actually... How do the Kents fit everything in that tiny refrigerator? What? <laughs> I don't know. That's actually a little... That's actually after this whole scene. Um, uh, Charlotte Sullivan, by the way, oh. plays Maxima. Uh, Charlotte was in Rookie Blue, Chicago Fire, and is uh, on Mary Kills People now. Mm. Kills People. I love... Yeah, she has like these light green eyes. Oh, she's gorgeous. She is gorgeous And that outfit she's wearing Yeah And the wig It looks like a wig But It makes her look Otherworldly Yep You know what I'm saying She doesn't look like a I didn't think of it as a wig She doesn't look like a human You think it's a wig? Uh, Yes Definitely Uh, that's a wig I don't know Did you ask Edward? (laughs) Yes it's a wig (laughs) No he doesn't recognize wigs (laughs) But uh, But I like it It works She, She looks She looks A little bit freaky so yeah, after uh, Clark's little lonely scene, um, I love the whole thing where you think he's leaving Shelby behind with this dog food can sitting in front of him. <laughs> Just like because oh. he forgot. Because what was it? Oh, is this where Lois calls him and said, "Smile, where are you? You're supposed to be here." Rah, 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 yeah, rah. Yeah. He says he's uh, he's laying. He's coming in for a land, and then he goes back and feeds Shelby. And then he comes <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, that was great. 
So yeah, Lois uh, and Clark talk about uh, well, Jimmy is snoring. Jimmy snoring is keeping Lois awake, not anything else. Um, uh, and that um, Clark's love life kind of sucks. She he said she or she says that he's got to stop picking the sweet vanilla and get into some wild cherry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Uh, there's a whole discussion about the heart attack that Bluetooth guy had and hormone levels. And Lois has to explain hormone levels to Clark and kind of tease uh-huh. him about sex. So um, at the Talon apartment, um, we find out Jimmy is an ABBA fan and that Jimmy suddenly finds the, the letter. letter. Do you remember what episode it's from? <laughs> Uh, it's early on. I don't know if it's season one, but it's it might be season two. All right, I won't I won't quiz you on what the episode title is, but do you remember? Uh, you know, basically what 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 was happening? I remember Clark Clark was very very sick. Yeah, was this when like I don't remember, but he was very sick. Yes, fever. Fever is the episode. Fever. Okay. And how did he get a fever? Remind me. Is this the one where Jonathan had to go do something? Jeez. Oh, oh, man. Uh, Never mind. Go ahead. Oh, man. Oh, go I see. suck. I watched this like three months ago, I think. <laughs> we watched this so fast. We've watched so many episodes. Uh, so many episodes. They just all kind of, you can't really I just remember tell him on the, on the couch and she's sitting next to him and, you know, is sad and. And then he. I'm the girl of your dreams. Masquerading as your best friend. And then he goes, Lana. (laughs) And his heart was ripped out. But meanwhile, okay, so the last time we saw this letter, Lana found it in like the garbage. And I don't know what happened. I don't know why Chloe still has this letter, why she stuck it in like a bookshelf. (laughs) Like, what happened there? But um, Jiminy, Jiminy, <laughs> Jiminy Cricket, <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. But she has it because it's it's uh, memorabilia from high school. You know, it's, to, it's just for something to re- for her to remember from high school. All right. I mean, it's because a note that she wrote is not a note that she received. Uh, oh, oh, you're saying how she ended up with? Yeah. Why it? is oh, she I keeping this note she wrote? I mean, she never gave it to Clark. Yeah, but. Just to remember how, what it was like. I don't know the logistics of it, but um, but obviously Chloe is not in love with Clark anymore. There's they have erased any doubt. Yeah. she is. She is just. They're just BFFs. Yep. Which is nice. Sorry, Clark shippers, but uh, Chloe's moved on finally. Um. But yeah, Jimmy's uh, ego is shattered here again. You know, why have you never said these things to me? You know, and uh, yeah, I mean, this is again another weird thing going on here, where maybe Chloe and Jimmy, Chloe and Jimmy is it's kind of like the honeymoon period, but does she really feel this kind of those feelings for Jimmy, or you know, because it's it's it obviously was a different point in her life when she wrote this letter, but. I don't know. Here she is talking with Davis behind his back, telling him all these different things that he she hasn't told him. Uh, so that's a little, mm-hmm. a little weird. Um, Ollie delivers a dress. I'm going to predict 
I'm going to predict that Joe, that Joey, Joey, Jiminy Joey. I'm going <laughs> to predict that Chloe and Jimmy do not get married. Okay. I don't see it in the future. Uh, hashtag no J Clo. Um, okay. So Tess receives an invitation to dinner and a green dress from Oliver Queen that uh, Maxima shows up and takes from her. And uh, welcome to your very first KO, Tess. <laughs> we'll break that one down for you. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Lois and Clark are investigating. Lois or Clark sees the, the symbol and the scorch mark, and is like, "Ooh, I know that. What? That's an alien symbol." <laughs> and so, yeah, Jimmy is all heartbroken. So, what does he do? He goes to the Ace of Clubs. He's drinking. And uh, gets approached by a hot girl who, like, Jimmy is just so weak. And I've just got to assume that there's, like, some sort of pheromone thing that Maxima has going on. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'm I'm a little pissed at Jimmy for just, I mean. Oh, I, d- I think it was innocent. And I don't think, it, it was just like Clark says later on, you didn't have any control over it. Right. You were, it was, uh. I think Jimmy has very good intentions. I think Jimmy really loves Chloe, but I think he has a lot of insecurities. Mm-hmm. And just when he gets over his insecurities about Clark, something else comes up. And then when even when this happens, he has insecurities about his sale. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, Chloe does alien research. She knows all about Almarac and all that and uh, notes a bracelet that Maxima is wearing. So uh, there's your there's your little clue there, and mm-hmm. um, and there's your Chekhov's bracelet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Maxima gives Jimmy a kiss, which makes him have like a heart attack, and and Clark super speeds through the Ace of Clubs to catch him and on Oliver's balcony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, Maxima takes notice and says, "Ooh, the, the, that's more like it." So that's what she came for. Uh-huh. He's not human. Cause she she's like these humans. They just keep dying. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? So breakable. Um, Chloe is uh, is wooed by Tess about the uh, supercomputer that she has, and Chloe's immediately like, "Nope." <laughs> and uh, at the hospital, Clark reassures Jimmy that, "Hey, listen, this whole thing with me and Chloe is old news." Everything's cool, you know, um, and that, uh, you know, you, um, let's see, everyone has moments of error and judgment and they have to learn to move on in life. And, um, and he's, yeah, Jimmy says he doesn't remember anything. So maybe it was some sort of like spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Clark goes to the daily planet and, uh, before we know it, there's some love in the elevator happening. Living it up while we're going down. Yes. And the elevator doors open and there's Lois. Oh, and that's so great because she is crushed uh-huh. for a split second and then she has to pretend. Yep, totally. And the on the other side of things, um not many th- not many people can snap uh the man that Maxima has a spell over out of her spell, but and she says only an attraction or a bond could break the spell. So there's something mm, that they going have on a there. strong bond. Yeah. Uh, Lois tells Clark, "Dial down the ego, Smallville. I don't care what you do with your <laughs> love life." <laughs> 
So Maxima Chase. What did she say? You're you're having a orgy in the elevator or something? There's so many little wise quiet. Wisecracks yeah. she has. Oh, they're and... amazing. I love her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm a broken record with Lois. Sorry. Um, so, uh, oh, did you want to say anything more about Clark getting his shirt ripped off? And oh, yes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Let's just pause for a moment uh-huh. and think about Tom Welling's pics um, and his tan. His tanness. I'm, I'm really feeling awkward right now. You're making me just sit, <laughs> sit here and think. Okay. All right. We can continue. Holy cow. I don't know about you, but my eyes just bugged out when uh, Maxima threw Lois's car like <laughs> a block away. <laughs> that was a pretty cool effect. And uh, luckily, yeah, Lois is Lois wearing her seatbelt. And from her belt. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, da 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 da. Uh, yeah, Clark goes to the ISIS Foundation and he's looking for Maxima and finds Tess there. Chloe, because he wants to use or yeah, Chloe. he wants to yeah. use Chloe's face uh, recognition software. And what is Tess doing in you know this office mm-hmm. that's supposed to be locked? Oh, just hanging out. Um, and yeah, um, Clark finds out that Maxima attacked her, and that's a little weird. Why would she attack you? And she says, she's looking for the guy who owns this and pulls the crystal out. And um, Clark is like, what? And uh, so (laughs) meanwhile on the streets, Lois just saw Maxima decimate a squadron of Tessa's guards, but she's ready to throw down. She literally, she she, she goes, bring it, bitch. (laughs) Which, amazing. And then Clark comes by and rescues her. Hits the bracelet, goodbye, and we, I don't know, I feel a little sad so for Maxima. She's good. A little sad for her, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, da, 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 da. Chloe figured out that Jimmy kissed Maxima by looking at his blood panels. Does that work? <laughs> uh, okay, I, I, I'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> um,. Oh, yeah, we have this scene where Chloe lets Clark read that letter. And uh, and Chloe says... Uh, yeah, and she's and she is totally fine with it. She's like, this is old. I don't feel this way anymore. And it's over. Yep. You prepared me for the perfect person. And his name is Jimmy Olsen. And then she teases him. She's like, you blew it, bud. Uh, <laughs> you're my BFF. And then she asks, will you give me away at the altar? Aw. That was sweet. Um, did Gabe Sullivan die? I'm just wondering where Gabe is. Is he okay? <laughs> just want to know. Um, we go to the mansion, and yes, Tess does not fence. She kickboxes. And so she's kickboxing with her <laughs> instructor. And then um, Chloe shows up to take the job, and nope, the crystal is stolen. Who stole the crystal? Um, well, Tess gets a little bit of an email, and it says, You're not ready yet. Signed X. X. Hmm. So Lex is still out there. You think it's Lex? Yeah. Okay. Why didn't he sign it Lex? Why did he sign it X? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. So it's not Lex? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's not verified yet. So I just wanted to know how certain you are. Oh, were. I just, I just was certain it was Lex. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember at the time I watched this, uh, yeah, I, I was pretty certain it was Lex, too. 
Um, ba 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 ba. Oh, uh, Lois and Clark have a little loft scene. Um, oh yeah, because when she walks up, she like gathers herself. Like, oh, I, I can't explain how what she does, yeah. but it's almost like she's looking at him with goo goo eyes, <laughs> and then she like straightens up. So, because he's just, he's just, he's just, you know, looking at the loft, just gazing and she walks up and she's like gazing at him. And then she straightens up like, I can't believe I'm letting myself fall for him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Maxima and Chloe both thought they were my soulmate. What if I don't see it when it happens? <laughs> <laughs> and Lois turns out his offer to let her live with him. So. Yeah, that was surprising because he's lonely. He needs somebody there with him. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, we were bunkmates before and that didn't work out. It's because you were there too early. (laughs) So are you um, are you okay with Lois having Google eyes now? Did it come on too Uh, quickly? No, this is working. I can see that they could stretch this out. Yeah. Because, you know, like with the next episode, it's a tease. Mm. They can tease us every once in a while, yep. but they can also go back to Lois denying the fact that she's got the hots for Clark. Right. And we don't know what's going on with Clark. All right. <clears throat> Let's get into Committed, written by Brian Q. Miller. This is a writer you should uh, always note when he comes up in the credits because he usually does pretty good episodes. I, I like a lot of the episodes that he writes. This was a great episode. Right? I think this is the best episode. <laughs> Uh, of the week? Yes. Hmm. I might agree with you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, let's... let's uh, Okay, so this is the one where Lois admits that she loves Clark. Um, but, okay, so we start at the engagement party. It's always interesting to me what, you, what, what part of the episode that you cling on to to say that this is the one where, <laughs> you know? Because that's not how I would describe it at all. Oh, what would you describe it as? I don't. I don't know. I probably. I could. I don't see. I don't know. It would be hard to succinctly describe it in one I, sentence. I, I, I describe it like this is um, this most important part of this it. This is how I tell a friend like who's watched Smallville before which episode I'm talking about. Huh. So the one where that's Lois not- first tells Clark that she loves him. Like that's a big part. Like I guess I would say it's the one where. Uh, Jenny and Chloe get kidnapped by the crazy guy who wants to make sure that their relationship uh, is going to work. Which that sounds that doesn't even sound good. <laughs> the one where <laughs> Lois and Clark pretend to be a, a married, a, an engaged couple, yeah, maybe that, that that would work. That's a good the one. one where, yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah. Because that was the funniest. Oh my god, <sighs> so good. All right, we, so good. I'll run it through. Run it through. Okay, so we got to start with the engagement party where Lois is shit faced. And to reminds Clark, I'm a lot more obnoxious sober. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she tells in her speech, yeah. in her uh, toast, I don't know what she says, but it makes it sound like she thinks Chloe's crazy for getting married. Yep. Like you'd settle, like she's settling for, for Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And then Clark saves the toast, and uh, we get Lois Eyeroll.gif 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you ever cruise through Smallville, guess one of the first ones that comes up is the lowest eye roll, mm-hmm. and it's from this scene. <laughs> and I mean, and it's not necessarily a knock on Jimmy, but more if it tells more about Lois's character than it does about Jimmy. Uh-huh. That I don't know that Lois has high uh, standards, extremely high standards. Like for Chloe, the guys, huh? For Chloe, yes, for Chloe and herself. Uh-huh. You know, the guys that uh, Lois has fell for have all been superheroes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, I just think she has extremely high standards <laughs> for her and Chloe, mm-hmm. and also the thought of getting married at such a young age mm-hmm. is not. She's more, you know, worried about her career. Um, so Chloe and Jimmy go outside. Jimmy's done being upset about Clark since he made out with that redhead. And uh, then they get uh, both shot and taken away. Okay, where are they? This is not the Talon because if it was the Talon, they would just go upstairs. Oh, this is the Ace of Clubs. This is I'm, the Ace of Clubs. I'm sure it's the Ace of Clubs. Uh, you know. Okay, I couldn't tell. I wasn't sure. Um, yeah. And Ace of Clubs is, of course. Are we I'm, done with the Talon? I, I don't know. I can't remember. I know. No, because. Because Jimmy proposed to Chloe. Oh yeah, that's right. In the Talon. That's right. But it's not really open. They just have. They just walk through the Talon to go upstairs, and it's always empty. I'm just glad the set's still there, just in case they need to use it. Um, oh, the next morning, God, God, ugly scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lois wakes up in the living room of the Kent farm. Oh, this was great. Freaking hilarious. She has Clark's. Football jersey on. I love that this is the football jersey from like season four, season three, season four, which has the Luther Corp mm-hmm. patch on it. You know. Yes, you could see that right close in the. Up it's close the one that the, Lex bought for every in the shop. bought for the team. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's this awkward like she sees her dress, she sees like she's wearing Clark's clothes, and she's just like, "Did we?" And Clark's like, "What? <laughs> no idea what you're talking about." <laughs> and. uh <laughs> Yeah, and then he says, you got changed all by yourself in the middle of the kitchen for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. Uh, (laughs) um, The Daily Planet, Tess and her (laughs) sister... Tess and her sister are talking about the email. No, it's okay. Um, da, 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 da. There, Tess goes in her office and around in, in the chair spins Oliver Queen, who's sitting there like mm. the awesome guy that he is. And uh, yeah, he's just very interested about Tess's connection to Lex and asks her out for dinner. And uh, oh, and she finally says, "Okay, you can you can pick me up at seven. He said seven thirty. It is seven thirty. It is. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I love it." Meanwhile, Lois and Clark arrive at which explains why it which explains why we see him in the next scene. Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, but but uh, so Lois and Clark go to Chloe's apartment, and uh, I love Lois opening the door. You know what Lois likes to see when she gets home? Pants, <laughs> pants on everyone. Pants. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> and then we see Holy Love Shack. Uh, <laughs> the place is uh, done up. Like there's going to be some uh, high quality uh, pornographic movie being shot there. Uh, 
Oh, uh, the Olsen's not so wholesome. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then we check the voicemails, and uh, then we get the Lois's drunken voicemail. <laughs> Uh, talking about Clark and how nice he is, <laughs> which I love. Um, and uh, but yeah, they find out that the the cars were taken, uh, their vehicles were taken, and they're and uh, so they never came home. Um, and that's when Chloe and Jimmy wake up in a in a in a some sort of dark room with two corpses sitting in chairs, and yeah, those were the those were the first uh, couple that he took or. The last couple, rather. Uh-huh, because there were five. Uh-huh. And uh, at the Daily Planet, uh, we see. I, I just no- noted, like, more often during this season, like, Clark, when he's, like, working, he's wearing his suit and, ja- and he's wearing his jacket and tie. But as soon as he's, like, on the superhero beat, he's immediately in the red jacket, blue shirt. <laughs> so yes. But he's in his red jacket, blue shirt. And so uh, they find that all the victims are connected by three shops, a bakery, a jewelry store, and a stationery shop. So Lois has the idea that they uh, – uh, Clark Kent, will you marry me? <laughs> uh, a line designed to be in the promo. <laughs> well, my favorite thing is they're, they're like walking down the street and Lois is just ba 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 and Clark just nonchalantly stops her from getting hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, so they're in the jewelry store and pumpkin, muffin, poodle, cupcake, just uh, going back and forth. And then Oliver walks in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hi. (laughs) And Oliver's very, very shocked that uh, they're getting married and they have to play it off because the jeweler is standing nearby and who knows if he's involved and he is. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, the jeweler is... uh, uh, Torturing um, um, Jimmy and Chloe, lie detector. Um, his wife cheated on him, so he wants to make sure that couples that are getting married are truly love each other before uh, making a mistake. And you know, if they they're lying, they they get killed. Um, and Chloe gets the question, "Are you in love with someone else?" And she says, "No." Jimmy looked very worried there for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Tess and Oliver have a bow staff date. Uh, lots of lots of fighting. So work that uh, work that aggression out, and then they uh, work that aggression out in the uh, the bedroom. And uh, yeah, Oliver admits that he was he was just afraid of Tess. I think things were getting too serious. She's pretty or scared. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Lois gets kidnapped, and Chloe wakes up. The th- well, the, wait. The thing is, Oliver likes. Mercy that he knew on the island. That's who he's in love with. And she came back from the island a completely different person. Yep. So this is not working out. Mm-hmm. Lois gets kidnapped and Chloe and Jimmy wake up in bed. And I love that Chloe's just like, what kind of a sick guy? <laughs> His idea of a twisted joke. Yeah, the, the the funny thing the that they made two jokes in two different scenes <laughs> yeah. about those same uh, fuzzy uh, handcuffs. Jimmy is a kinky guy, you know. He showed up with those <laughs> that whipped cream in uh, Subterranean, and ever since oh, that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just given options. Uh, Clark realizes that uh, the jeweler took. Took Lois and here's like the worst part Of the episode he breaks in and of Course the jeweler is wearing a Kryptonite watch band because of Course Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, Clark and Lois are strapped to chairs, and uh, I like that the jeweler says the broken-hearted are the Walking Dead. <laughs> no, I was like, what? <laughs> Who? What? Who's the Walking Dead? And so Lois gets the question, "Do you love this man?" And Lois starts to tear up, and then she says, "Yes." Oh my god. What was it? Uh, she was. They had asked her. So- he asked her something, and Clark winced because he thought he was going to. Oh, I guess that was it was this. that. Yeah, he was ready to get electrocuted because yeah. he didn't. He was like, it was like I'm going to get shot because she's lying. Yeah, yeah. He was totally surprised that she is in love with him. So I'm sure he's thinking, oh, she she means like a friend. Yeah. Uh, at this point, at least. <laughs> um, so yeah, Clark gives him the old super head butt, breaks out of there. And uh, he starts untying Lois, and it's just this quiet moment where he's just like, hmm, they're like not making eye contact. It's very awkward. <laughs> um, so uh, Lois apologizes to Chloe. Chloe recommends that she start avoiding engagement parties because she really. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you remember what she's referencing. Oh, where uh, <laughs> oh, the, the lipstick, Crimson. the red hay. <laughs> yes, that was great. And uh, in uh, uh, like a reflection of the letter, Chloe's letter from the last episode, uh, Jimmy reveals to Chloe that he he isn't who she thinks he is and uh, says that his dad's an alcoholic and he never met his mother. So, yeah, that was nice. The Olsen family is not getting cast this season. Uh, (laughs) Mm. um, Oliver wakes up. He's all about like. Pursuing a relationship with Tess He's got a little diamond bracelet She says, oh, you just scratched an itch That's all mm. And Oliver's like, you changed And we have this, the nice elevator scene Between Lois and Clark I love the Superman reference Where he says, statistically This is the safest way to travel Why, why is that? Well, in Superman the movie uh, Superman tells Lois uh, That uh, when it comes to flying uh, Statistically speaking, of course It's still the safest way to travel And in Superman Returns uh, Superman also says that to Lois in, in that movie Or actually he says it to like a plane load of passengers That he just saved Geek out moment, okay um, <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, Clark tries to let her off the hook He's like, hey, who knew you were such a good liar? Oh, yeah, he let her off the hook And then she says Well, you know where, uh, wonder where we'd be if Clark was forced to answer that question himself And as the elevator doors close Clark is looking like Wait a second, do I have feelings? <laughs> mm. A little stunned there Yeah, because she said "What did you, She said, oh, because if you had to answer that question Who knows where we would end up uh-huh. Alright, let's move on to Prey Because I got a movie to go to in a little bit <laughs> Okay Prey, Prey. This was a this was an interesting episode. Except Clark was so indignant; he was like really a jerk. Yeah, that wasn't really cool about him stealing. But you know, those the kids' names off the list. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, I have to say this is the one where we start worrying about Davis. <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah, they planted a few seeds. But this is mainly a Davis Bloom centric uh-huh. episode. And a uh, fun fact: this is the first episode of Smallville where we're watching Smallville in name only. There is no, there are no scenes in Smallville at all in this episode. <gasps> no. This is Metropolis. <laughs> wow! So Chloe finds a new career helping the helpless. Um, 
And uh, this one girl, Mary, is indignant and storms off and gets dragged away into an alley, and it's pretty scary. Yeah, what movie was that referencing? Oh, there's several movies that do that trick. I, I, I can't remember which one we we might be they might be referencing, but um, ba 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 ba. Oh, uh, so so Clark and Chloe are trying to be buds. Dinner and movie night. No, it's it's more like fast food at Clark's desk while he listens to the scanner. Yeah, because later on, Martian Manhunter notices the paper wrappers and all at Clark's yeah. desk. He's spending a lot of time there. Yep, Clark is feeling responsible for the for his city, and uh, yeah, I, I, that's I, that's what I was getting at earlier. This is the why he ends up acting like a jerk because he. Thinks more about that than his uh, trust with Chloe. Chloe, and um, mm. after this club full of people gets murdered, um, he he's feeling responsible, which is mm. I don't know. It's a lot to <laughs> it's a lot to take on an entire city of, of people. But uh, you know that's Superman. Um, we see mm. here. Uh, let's see. Well, um, he blurs around Metropolis, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's that scene where the kid's like punching his fists and the bullies get taken out. Um, he stops uh-huh. at a jewelry store being robbed. I believe it was the same jewelry store from the last episode, mm-hmm. uh, probably under new ownership. Um, and then this club is attacked and, uh, uh you know, the guy covered in blood who can't remember anything, definitely not a suspect. Uh, Clark just lets him go. <laughs> you all right? You should go to the hospital. Um, and then... So so Davis goes to the locker room and he showers. Yeah. And then he like... So is was it saying that Davis Bloom healed? No. That scene was to illustrate that... None, like Clark was saying, oh man, you're hurt. You're covered in blood. You're hurt. So he wasn't hurt. He wasn't hurt. He was covered in everybody else's blood. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, I don't understand what Davis's deal, what he is. I just wonder if he attracts monsters. Huh. Well, I mean, we find out, yeah, it's like that kid in the end, but uh, mm-hmm. the, the Tess's uh, assistant there talks to um, this kid and says, well, that. The club incident wasn't this kid So it, mm-hmm. it must have been Davis mm. We also have Detective John Jones now No more Martian Manhunters mm-hmm. John Jones He's a man He's a man He's a human He's a man that's always uh, there to help Clark Yep, always but watching But he doesn't have his powers Always watching Clark says he's going to do what he can To help him get his powers back Yep, we got to work on that um, and-, I, and I always think he's so handsome And then, I'm, then I remember uh, Jackie Childs and I'm like he's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, he. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. He's handsome. He's handsome. I like this, the in- interaction here where he's like, "You can't save everybody, Clark." And Clark says, "The moment I believe that is when I stop trying." He's very upset. There's some, there's a few lines in this episode <laughs> that are a bit ugh, <laughs> cringy. <laughs> Uh, what else? Okay, yeah, so Clark's feeling guilty, Jimmy's on the trail of a good Samaritan, uh, capital G, capital S, <laughs> um, and then Clo- Clark wants to start profiling Chloe's group, Chloe's like, nope. So Clark has a new power. What was that? Speed reading. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jimmy goes to the hospital and meets 
uh, Davis and gives him a hard time and pretends like he's there looking for anybody that knows Chloe to, but that's not it. He was, he really wants to know more about the, the, uh, the incident at the club. Uh-huh. And he wants to do a ride on a ride along, ride along, do a uh-huh. favor for a bro or maybe for Chloe. Oh, Chloe. Okay. Um, yeah, Lois is definitely missing from this episode. We find out that she's at the monster truck rally, which seems perfect uh, for Lois. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, Lois. You've got, you got trashy taste, Lois. <laughs> uh, and I love that John Jones calls uh, Clark Clark's uh, uh, super friends, talks about his super friends. Um, <laughs> da, 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 da. Five murders in the last few months. One paramedic's always been on the scene. Davis Bloom. So, and then Davis, meanwhile, is confessing to Chloe, and Chloe refuses to believe it. And he says, "I feel like you were sent to me." Oh yeah, that was a nice line. I like uh-huh. that. And he's he's all broken up. And guess guess who gets a hug? Davis, mm-hmm. Chloe, and yep, Davis. That's not going to be a wedding. Embracing. No wedding. Mm-mm. No wedding. <sighs> um. So the the rest of the group discovers that they've been betrayed by per, perhaps somebody who knows Chloe or Chloe herself because police are showing up at their houses. Um, Clark has a confrontation with Davis. He said that Davis has a collection of uh, murder victims or photos of murder victims in, in uh-huh. his locker or something. And David, yeah, how did Clark know that? Yeah. <laughs> and then Davis turns he around on him. Visioned it. Yeah. Davis turns it around on him and is like, listen, I'm not the only one who's showing up at these scenes. What are you hiding? Mm. Mm. Uh, and, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Chloe and Clark have a little showdown. How dare you, Clark? And then Chloe is shocked to find out that Davis's skin was under the victim's nails. But hey, maybe, oh, maybe yeah. the victims were like grabbing Davis as he was trying to help them or something. <laughs> yeah, Chloe's trying to make excuses for Davis. Yeah. So on the ride along, uh, Davis stops at a, a 411 call uh, and uh, or a 911 call. I don't know what, what my notes say here. It was some numbers. Uh, okay. Uh, because Jimmy asked, what's that mean? He said, oh, that's why you're here. Uh, so Davis goes out. Into this dark alley and tells Jimmy to stay there. Jimmy stands there. He hears this roar. <laughs> and then Jimmy, like, goes to the ambulance. I'm like, dude, he's going to go hide in the ambulance right now. <laughs> but he goes in there and gets a flashlight. Um, so, uh, Clark arrives at the scene, beats up uh, or throws a tire at somebody or the kid knocks him down when he's not in his little shadow form. It's this kid, Randy Davis is in. Jimmy gets knocked out. Jimmy gets knocked out. Um, Davis is bloody again. And let's see. Yeah. At some point they described this monster as uh, it's a monster with bony eyelids. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? (laughs) Um, I know what it means. I can't but. even. <laughs> I can't even picture it. Maybe you'll. Maybe you'll. You'll find that out. I don't know if you can remember anything, but yeah. All right. Um, Clark and Chloe make up. I lost perspective. Well, I could be a little stubborn too. Uh, you trust people too easy. And uh, she shows him a folder. Three hundred and twenty-seven meteor victims. Uh, meteor infected. Uh, and how many have I saved? Zero. I just don't think that's correct. 
And I didn't even bother to go look it up. I know. I know. I was like, but I guess that means she hasn't tried. I guess she feels guilty since now that she is like a media, a media, a meteor freak right. uh, that she feels sorry for. Him. Are we going to go along the lines of uh, meteor infected being discriminated against? Or being criminalized, or being marked, or being shunned by society. I honestly Don't tell me. can't remember. <laughs> that sounds wow. right, but I can't remember. It's been a few years. Okay. So Clark says, I'm scared someday you'll put your trust in the wrong person. Next scene, Chloe meets up with Davis, a secret rendezvous outside a <laughs> <of> cafe. <laughs> mm. And she says that everything is so easy with Davis. It's not as easy. She's spending a lot of time with Davis. Uh She's spending more time with Davis than she is with Jimmy. And they're slowly realizing this is becoming a thing. And Chloe says, maybe it's best that I don't see you for a while. Mm, Because you're so hot. Damn. Uh And Jimmy Jimmy wears bow ties. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, All right. So uh, John and and Clark have another discussion. Maybe you need to protect your identity. Maybe wear a mask. Clark's like, nope. <laughs> well, you're not in Smallville anymore. You got to figure this out. So, and that's when Jimmy shows up, and he believes in the Good Samaritan, just like the Great Pumpkin. And uh, John says, "Bring me some proof." So, uh, oh, okay, I remember this scene now where Jimmy comes in. He's all excited. Yep. Oh, you're the police. I can talk to you about. Yep. It. I believe that there's the. And he's like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Bring me some proof." Yep. Yeah, I remember that now. So it kind of is challenging Clark to maybe put this kid off his his the the trail by doing something to protect his identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Randy's in police custody. Uh, one of Tessa's assistants showed up and says, "I'm here to tell you about the Avengers Initiative." And <laughs> um, and so yeah, the, the, there was this uh, nun that was murdered recently. There was a missing rosary with an onyx crucifix. And it wasn't Randy because we see the crucifix hanging from the rearview mirror of Davis's <gasps> ambulance. Yes. What is going on with Davis? Dun, dun, is he a monster dun. with bony eyelids? <laughs> I can't wait to see this monster with bony eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's break it down. Uh, again, no needle drops. Just none. I think there was like one none. like one or two pieces of diegetic music. You just something playing in some 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 club or something, but like Ace of Clubs, mm-hmm. but nothing memorable at all. Man. Sad. This is so different. It's amazing yeah. how different it is. We can see Clark's widow's peak. He's got a big boy haircut. <laughs> He's wearing adult clothes. And he is speaking like an adult. Yes. Like his performance. His his performance of Clark Kent is I'm a grown up. <laughs> I'm not a kid. Yeah, he's Superman. He's speaking like Superman. <laughs> it just is. Sorry, I'm I'm moved. What now? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Clark's a grown man. Yeah. Got a big boy haircut. <laughs> big boy clothes. So Odyssey, Plastique, Toxic, Instinct, Committed, Prey. Are we agreed that Committed is our favorite? Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, Odyssey was. I mean, there was some great parts. The part where uh, Oliver is being controlled and he shoots. Clark, and then Clark was uh, uh, healed by Martian Manhunter. All of that was great, but all this running around and moving things back to where uh, 
it was kind of tedious. Uh-huh. But it, I mean, it wasn't a great. I mean, I enjoyed it because I was like, "What is going on? This is different. This is amazing. What's what is? Who are these people?" Uh, so it was great to see uh, Black Canary and Aquaman back. But as far as a good episode, it wasn't. It wasn't a great episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prey was good. A little weird. A little dark. A little hard to know what was going on, and I don't know if we're just not supposed to know what's going on, like with the not yet with with Davis Bloom. Like I, you, I, I'm so confused. Yeah, uh, but it was a good episode. Um, Instinct was. I mean, I enjoyed that. Ooh, them getting down in the elevator. Ooh, that was great. Uh, what else we got? Oh, uh, on the island, the Sorry, island so, episode. Yeah. Toxic. I mean, maybe my least favorite, but... There wasn't much going on with it. It was just kind of telling Oliver's backstory a little bit more, but really wasn't and anything too surprising. Understand, yeah, understand, yes, more. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. Committed was excellent. Yeah, uh, I love Committed as well. And yeah, Brian Q. Miller, like I said, uh, keep an eye out for him. I believe he does like two a season from here on out, so... Uh, He's just a TV writer. Um, yeah, I think so. What the heck is he doing now? Is he Shadow Hunters? I think. <laughs> I forget. Uh, anyway, mm. we gotta we gotta close this out by talking about what's coming up next time. Um, okay, so here we are. The next four episodes are called Identity, uh, mm-hmm. Bloodline, A- mm-hmm. Abyss, mm-hmm. and Bride. <gasps> and season what? finale. Wedding episode? Shall we give you your teases? Yes, this is my favorite part. I okay. Love this. okay. Jimmy gets a photo of Clark in action. <gasps> Lois goes on a date, but not with Clark. Okay. Clark finally tries to save Kara. <laughs> <laughs> um, a mother and son reunion happens, but not the one you want. Martha doesn't come home. Does Martha ever come home from DC? Is that the one you want? Yeah, sort of. I'd like to see Martha, (laughs) but I mean, really, there's not. But you know, we've next. Uh huh. (laughs) Eternal sunshine of the Smallville mind. (laughs) Hmm. Uh huh. Several characters return. Some only by voice. Jimmy and Chloe's wedding is wonderful and everyone lives happily ever after. <laughs> no. <laughs> Something terrible happens. The final tease is <laughs> the mid-season finale is our last episode uh, of next week. And boy, does it have one hell of an ending. Mm. It is one of those ones where, okay. oh my God, get me to the next episode. Ah, <laughs> uh, Well, that's like right now. I'm about... I, the next episode, Identity started a while ago, and I saw, oh, Clark's got a white shirt on. <laughs> That's all I know that happens in Identity, and I'm ready to go watch it right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Enjoy. I'm going to the movies. <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. Bye.